In today's episode, we'll be discussing No Time to Die, directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga, starring Daniel Craig as James Bond, Leia Sadu as Dr. Madeline Swan, Rami Malik as Lucifer Seffin, Lashana Lynch as Nomi, Ben Wishaw as Q, Naomi Harris as Eve Moneypenny, Jeffrey Wright as Felix Lydier, Christoph Waltz as Ernst Stravo Blofeld, Ralph Finis as Gareth Mallory, M. Billy Magnuson as Logan Ash, Ana de Armas as Palama, David Denchik as Valdo Orbachev, Rory Kinnear as Bill Tanner, Dali Bensala as Primo. The movie was released on October 8, 2021 on a budget of $301 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Kendrick, the long-awaited, no time to die from James Bond series. Dude, wasn't that delayed since, like, 2019? Yeah, yeah, two years. Two years, man. (sighs) God, that's such a long wait. And here's the thing, you know, I I see a lot of these movies that have been delayed like this. Yeah. They had a lot of social uh, commentary that was for that time. Yeah, it was kind of more for that time than it was for, you know, now. It's kind of kind of. You know, the way you're saying that makes it sound like it's been 20 years since this movie no, was no, made. No. I know, but it's but a I whole mean, different world than it was two years ago. Exactly. Yes, I'll give you that. Yes, yes, and you know, with COVID and all the other stuff that's gone on, you know, it it's changed a tiny a little bit. Well, but it was surprising that this movie was made pre-COVID. But it had a very strong context for what we're dealing with with COVID, yes. like the way the bad yes, guy was doing it. There, exactly. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Was like, like hey, okay, yeah. And that's a lot of stuff now. Like yeah. they were doing it before they realized what was going, going on. on, and then it, yeah. they're like, "Oh shit!" Like here okay. we go. Is this life imitating art or art imitating life? It's a combination it? of the two, usually, yeah, no doubt. Um, so this is, of course, Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. Man, which I, I honestly. Aside, like we talked about, aside from Sean Connery, this is James Bond. Well, so if I remember right, I had asked you a couple weeks ago what your structure for Bonds was, didn't I? Before Mm -hmm. we, before I went on vacation, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever figure out your list? Oh, I, uh, I I would say, what's his name? I'd say Sean Connery first. Okay, Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. Then I would go with, uh, I I liked uh, Timothy Dalton's guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan. That's where well, I Well, you're forgetting about one, buddy. Well, Lazenby. Lazenby. We don't count Lazenby. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> Not a lot of people so, do, because Ma- that was like the comic relief James God, Bond. That was so <laughs> bad. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day after I saw No Time to Die, mm-hmm. and there, I was talking with them about Bond movies, right? Right. And this person I was talking to goes, yeah. For Your Majesty's Secret Service was my favorite movie, and my jaw hit the fucking floor. I was like, you're telling me that George Lazenby's Bond movie is your favorite Bond movie? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Like, you're crazy. You're high. You're nuts. No fucking way. And he goes, well, Lazenby's not my favorite Bond. Just the story of the movie is my favorite. I'm like, but you can't even enjoy the movie because Lazenby fucks it up so bad. I, I 
I agree with that. I mean, if you <sighs> try to separate uh, Lassen's uh performance, you can't though. from that movie. You can't. No, you because can't. It's just an integral part. Well, he's the main. He's the main fucking character. Yeah, exactly. Like, that it, was it such a misstep that they mm-hmm. course corrected by bringing back Connery. Yeah, exactly. Paid him Bye, out the dude. ass too for that one movie after yes. Lazenby. Yes, and then more took over. <laughs> I love, oh my God. I love the history of Bond. Like I really oh, yeah. do. It's yeah. so great. Um, yeah, my list for Bond is pretty much identical to yours, except for a few things. Like mine, mine's Craig. Like yeah. especially after this movie, mm-hmm. you can't top Craig as Bond. Like Connery's great. Connery's classic. He's you, insanely you, good. You can't like discredit Connery, mm-hmm. right? But Craig is Bond. The ice cold stare. The mannerisms, the way he carries himself, like that is Bond. I, I, you know, when you know, when he first, uh, they said, okay, we're gonna have Daniel Craig be Bond, right? Okay, first of all, who's Daniel Craig? Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, I looked him up a bit and all that stuff. Okay, you've done a lot of theater and Uh stuff. And then when he came came out of the water, yep, it was like, dude, that's Bond. Yeah, that's that's James. You're not gonna top that. Yeah. So for me, it goes. Craig Connery, I'm right there with you, Dalton. Like I think mm-hmm. Dalton's majorly underappreciated. I like so. I think Dalton should have had a longer run than he did because he would have been, he probably would have topped Connery at some yeah. point if he would have gotten more than he, two movies. I think he could could have possibly done that. I love the take on Dalton's movie. They're very mm-hmm. dark, gritty. Yeah, like they're they they're a tonal shift from more. Yes. Um, I like more. I think Moore's movies are cheesy. That's are. that was the time, just, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like Brosnan would have been a good bond if he had more i don't know, just say more like right like his Here's movies were thing. subpar we got yeah i agree they were they were not as well written as some of the other bonds and plus well goldeneye was got, good we yeah goldeneye like iconic man right. was, you know the video game was awesome too oh but, yeah no you can't um, beat goldeneye dude but uh you know you look at that and you go he came off of remington steel you know, with right, and and he kind of couldn't shake that in the Bond character, right? You know what I mean? So I think that went against him a little bit, right? And then obviously Lazenby's yeah. dead fucking last. I don't even want to yeah. mention him. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, like Brosnan would sometimes overtake more for me because I feel mm-hmm. like more outstayed his welcome. I think like so we talked about with yes. Bond, like he yes. was just too old. It was getting uh-huh. pathetic. Yeah, uh, but. I don't know. Brosnan more kind of like I and I, and it used to be the same for me with Craig and Connery, okay. but was, you know, having just rewatched all Craig's bonds and then seeing this one fucking top tier. Yeah. Can't okay. beat it. Okay. Just fucking I wildly amazing. That. Yeah. Fucking nuts. And actually somebody I was talking to while I was on my trip, we were talking about bonds. Right. And you know me like, very strong yeah. opinions here. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I have my opinions and I was like, Craig is the best one. And then somebody goes, Oh, Craig's the worst bond in the world. I'm like, mm, you're picking a fight with me. Like I'm going to, I'm not even going to acknowledge this. Cause I just got through my spiel about how Craig's the best bond. And now we're going on the offense. Yeah, here. Like, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It can't possibly say the worst bond. No, there, there's, well, I can't you know, everybody's that. entitled to opinion. There I understand that. Got it. But for a movie buff like me, you know, it's it's hard when people go on the say the polar opposite of what I say because it's like okay, like I pay an awful lot of attention to this. Do you do you have a have a reasoning behind this? A good yeah. argument? Like let's yeah. let's let's go. Like I, at that point, I have to really take my breath and be like, 
okay, now's not time to get irritated. Now's not the time to get mad. Let's just state the facts and move on with our lives. Hey, you can have your opinion. I'll have mine. No, I just, I love Craig so much that when people don't give him the chance and see him as the way I see him as Bond, it bothers me because he is fucking fantastic and deserves the accolades he gets. Like when No Time to Die's trailers first started coming out, Mm -hmm. I was concerned. It did not look like an appealing Bond movie. Right. It's hard following up Sam Mendes's two movies. Yes. I mean, Skyfall is fucking upper echelon of upper echelon. It's awesome. Right. You can't top Skyfall. Mm-hmm. And then Spectre had a hard time living up to Skyfall. Yeah. But it was still a good movie. Uh-huh. Right. So I was like, man, there's no way this movie's going to hold up. And the trailers just were not selling me. And then, like, as the delays started happening, they started putting out more trailers. And then, the, like, the last marketing push they had right before this movie came out was what sold me. Because they really amped it up. And they started showing the really cool shit of this movie. Yeah, they did. So I was like, okay, now I'm in. And then when I watched it, by far, like, one of the best Bond movies. Besides Skyfall. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it goes Skyfall and now this movie. Here's the thing about this. And Casino Royale. Like, they yeah, tied. Casino Royale was good. It was great. Um, my thing is, the f- they followed every bit of the Bond formula to a T, except for, you know, the, the changes in his life. It was interesting to see him, you know, as, as a monogamous James Bond. Right, yeah. You know, because, I mean, hey, hey, when you see James Bond and there's a woman in his room. That's Bond. It's going, it's. It's going down. Right, yeah. It's going down. It, He's getting no, some. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, nobody, she ain't leaving like, oh, hey, nice to see you, bye. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not happening. No, okay? yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a partner. Doesn't matter if it's a stranger. It doesn't matter, whatever. Yep. Yeah. This movie was completely different. Right. <laughs> it was, it, he was a completely monogamous Bond. Well, and I think it that was the beauty of his run as Bond is you saw the growth of him from Royale yes. all the way to No Time to Die. Yes. And it like having rewatched them all before I went and saw No Time to Die, mm-hmm. there is a rocket through path of this one, which oh, yeah. the other ones necessarily didn't have. Like they were connected, mm-hmm. the older ones, but it was very episodic in nature. Right. Right. Like there was right. some carryover here and there. Oh yeah. And, and you but know, they tried one, to carry over, especially with Vespa. Vesper, Vesper. Yeah. yeah, like the trauma he had went through and all this stuff. Yeah. They this they really carried through his trauma, his character growth, everything, right? right? And it just makes you appreciate his run that much more. And there was a beginning, a middle, and then a very clear defined end in this one, yeah. right? And I, I did I ask you if you stayed for the credits on this movie? I did not. Okay, so at the end of every Bond movie, right? And I've seen them all. I own the collection. It always says James Bond will return. Right. So it it did that in every single one. And sometimes in the older movies, it would tell you James Bond will return in Octopussy or right. something like that because right. they were already filming that next sequel before exactly. that movie had even came out. Like they yes. were they were pumping them out back in the day. Mm-hmm. Major spoilers ahead, obviously. Like, don't even fucking listen if you haven't seen this movie. Yeah, don't. Yeah. But the way this movie ends is very definitive. Like, oh, yeah. Bond dies. He's dead. That's it. Game yeah. over. Like, mm-hmm. there is no fucking way possible he survived that. Right. So I'm thinking, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I broke down. Like, I cried. That 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 killed me inside to watch. Because the way it played out with Bond going through all that mess to save what ultimately, we knew this. 
like it was yeah, hidden it was from him, but we kid. knew it was his daughter. Yeah, exactly. And the love of his life after Vesper. Right. Going through all that to save him, and then the fucking villain giving him those nanobites that would kill them if he touched, he touched came, came, yeah, even came close to them. It yeah. would kill them. And just watching that realization dawn on him as he was climbing up the ladder, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that that broke me. That was terrible. Because I couldn't imagine not being able to see my my son and my wife ever again, right? Right, right. And then just realizing what was about to happen to my favorite Bond of all time, I was like, oh, this is this is packing the yeah. punch, right? Like, this is yeah. hitting you right in the fucking feels. And he was climbing up that ladder, and it was like, he's like, yeah, this is, I, it's time. Like, I can't. I can't come back right. from this. This is the end. And then watching him just stare at the sunset and watching the missiles come and talking to his love and his daughter for the last time mm-hmm. and seeing those missiles impact. I was like, oh, my God. Like, no, you killed him. <laughs> How do you kill fucking James Bond? Right. Hey. Like it's never happened before. Right. They've never killed Bond e- between any iteration. They've never killed no, Bond. Never killed Bond. Yeah. Like they play, they joke around every time Bond changes actors, like, oh, you're looking different today, or you're looking much younger, or you're yeah, looking exactly. much older, or something like yeah. that. Like they Something's always crazy. make the joke. Yep. So this is where my theories start to come into play, right? Mm-hmm. Like I afterwards my brain started ticking because that's why I stayed after credits. I knew there wasn't gonna be an end credit scene. Because right. it was a very definitive ending for right. Craig's. I was like, okay, what the fuck are they gonna say at the end of this one? Because mm-hmm. James Bond is dead. You say 007. 007 return, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe we're just going in a totally different direction now. At the end of the credits, it said, James Bond will return. So my mind went into fucking overdrive real quick, right? And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, now I have theories. Because this movie did a lot of stuff that I paid attention to that I'm like, all right, this can't just mean nothing. So right. here's my crazy theory. Now, bear with me for a few minutes, right? Uh-huh. There's a scene where M is sitting in a hallway and you see uh, the portrait of Judy Dench. Right. But then it camera pans a little bit and you start seeing the other actors that have played right. M throughout the year. Right. I was like, that's kind of a meta thing to do. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're acknowledging the past M's. Right. Okay. Judy Dench is carried over from Brosnan uh-huh. into this reboot of Bond sort yeah. of. Okay, if you're rebooting, why the fuck would you carry over previous actors into this new franchise? Yeah. It clicked in my head at that point. There is a way to explain all the different Bond actors over the years and the titles that these characters have. The name just carries. The name carries. The name 007 is James Bond. Right. The name carries. Every time a Bond's career ends, right, they find an orphan. Right. They mold him from his childhood to be, to be the Bond. next James Bond, and yeah. they make him think he is Bond. That's why they all act in a similar vein, but have their go. own quirks. Right. So when they save James Bond in return, it's the next James Bond. And I think that's the direction, like, that's the there vibe I go. got from watching this was, ah, like, gotcha. we're going to make James Bond more of a a title now going forward right? Instead than an actual person, individual. Yeah. Okay. And that's when the joke started playing back in my mind that's of... Oh, you're looking young today, Bond, or something like that. Is they yeah. they they do their fucking Secret Service mind wipes on these people and make and them think that they were born as James Bond. Excellent and well thought out uh, theory there. That that hit that me all as a punch at like ten minutes after the movie ended. Yeah. I was like, no fucking way. Like if they do that in the next one, my mouth's gonna hit the floor. 
Like, I'm yeah. just going to be like, God damn, I did not expect you to actually go that route. Because that's like wow. a very meta thing to do, yeah. right? Like, that is, yeah, that's a wild very. fan theory to make, like, the actual thing. And I could be totally off base. But it doesn't sound terrible. No, it doesn't. And it's just like, that would be a very solid way to connect every single movie. And that's kind of like what they try to do now, Uh right? Like, that is the way the DC Universe is going. Yeah. And that's what Marvel's doing. Yeah. Why not Bond Bond. at that point? Why not tie them all together? Why not? Yeah. Exactly. And then, like, I could just see the, like, the statement in the next one is like, you'll never live up to your predecessor. Yeah. Like, who was my predecessor? Yeah, exactly. The previous 007, but they never stayed him by name. name. Exactly. I just have a feeling. Like, and, and there was even several comments in this movie that were made is like, 007 isn't it's, you, James Bond. Yeah, it's, it's anybody. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah. It, and I was like, no, there. It's that's Bond. Like, and I think they were like hinting at something like that. I don't know. I could be off base here, but that's the serious so vibes I was getting. I was like, man, you're really can, putting emphasis on certain things I can see here. that happening because that's the only real way that they can bring James Bond back. back. Unless they do like a complete total reboot. But that I, nobody. Nobody wants nobody that. Wants yeah. Nobody wants that. Right. You've already I done mean, a reboot like with Casino Royale. We love the actors playing. Ray Fiennes is awesome as him. Yep. Uh, you ben Whishaw is awesome yes, as Q. Q. Yep. Uh, Money Penny is fantastic right. she's i mean was it naomi harris naomi yeah. harris yep she's fantastic in the character they're in the all role. amazing actors. i mean it's you know you want those people back in you know, well, even the guy that plays tanner he was in all five of crazy oh, yeah. bond movies and yeah. he's the t- he's like the tying knot between each one mm-hmm. and i'll tell you this movie just kicked you in the balls several times over right like yeah. the first true nut check was when Felix died. Felix dies. I mean, and I love Jeffrey Wright. Hey, when Felix died, I was like, oh, James Bond's dying in yeah. this movie for sure. Well, I was I, first, the first thing that prepped in my brain when Felix died, right, was like, fuck, they killed Felix. I love Felix. I love Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. But then it also went through my brain. I'm like, you just pissed off the most dangerous man in the world. Like, you are all fucked after this. Like, you are yeah. stupid. Yeah, you know what this man has done. He's coming to get you. Yeah, he's not coming to get you. He's going to come and fuck your day up and take right. all of you down, even if it kills right. him. Right. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, but my thing was like, okay, they killed the second most present person yep. in James Bond movies. Yeah. You know, they killed him. Yeah. And I'm like, James is dead. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the curtain call, boys. We're going out. Going back. <laughs> So I was like, yeah. And that was, you know, at first you're sitting there going, I feel like you can make. And then, you know, the explosion happens. I'm like, nope, he ain't ain't coming from that. He ain't coming back from that. So, nope. No, it, uh, yeah, this movie nut checked you a few times. It hits you right in the feels, and you're just like, God damn, is there any more that we could do with this one? And they did it, uh, you know, in, 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 I, I think they did it in creative ways. I think, you know, um, you know, Remy Malik bringing back really, uh, the over the top, over the top crazy, Bond yeah, villain, yeah, was just was awesome. Oh, he he fucking nailed that too. Oh, like so, it too. was crazy to a point that it was believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like with everything that yeah. they talked about in his past, like they did really, they do what they did really well with all these Bond villains, except maybe right. Quantum of Solace. That one yeah, was a bit absolutely. of a touch and go. And right, I love Javier. 
Oh, yeah. No, just, you can't beat Harvey Arbidem, yeah, dude. Like, he, like, having watched amazing. Skyfall again, yeah. I just remembered every reason I love that movie. Yeah. And he is, like, yes. 60% of yeah. why I love that yeah. movie. Oh, when he takes out all the prosthetics. Yeah, and he's like, you know like, what cyanide oh, does to damn, you? Damn, oh, dude. Fuck. <laughs> this whole face just kind of sinks. You're just yeah. like, woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, but Rami Malek, Siphon, like, mm-hmm. I love how they started this movie. Right, yeah. because they hinted at Inspector, mm-hmm. what happened to her. Right. So getting to see it, I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. Like, and it was creepy as fuck. Uh-huh. Like the mask and the way he just popped up yep. and everything, and he was fucking psychotic. Oh yeah, to the point where it's it wasn't over the top psychotic though. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that he had a plan. He believed in his mythology. He believed in what he was doing, but he. Bad shit bonkers. And like, like every scene with the daughter yeah. and where he was trying to like, like Conor, adore her and yeah. everything. And she was just she was so like, uncomfortable. You're just like, like you. <laughs> this dude's yeah. nuts. Yeah. He's nuts. And she knows he's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, like you said, he was psychotic enough that, you know, it was believable. Right. And like all other megalomaniacs, they believe their way is the best way. It's going to either... He wanted the world to burn. It wasn't about solving a problem. Nope. It wasn't about doing anything, you know, hey, I really want to be in control of this. He just wanted the world to burn. Right. Yeah. It wasn't anything I mean, like, um, what's his name? The the guy from the, the leader of Spectre, which. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Character. Christoph Waltz character. Uh, um, fuck, what was his name? His name? Uh, Ernst Stavo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Blofeld. Yeah. Blofeld. Which yeah, was right. Bond's adopted brother at one point, which is, I just like how they tie everything together in these uh-huh. ones, right? Yeah. Having him come back, even in the minuscule role he was, and like how Bond like saw everything through the Spectre world, and yeah. I was just like, God damn, like they are, like this was two different movies that were put together just perfectly right to where they flowed. Like you could not have done this better. Right. And the the director, Carrie Fuji something. Yeah, Carrie. Uh, God damn, he's Jojo. got a <laughs> Yeah, Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Fukunaga. Yeah. Dude, Joji fucking Fukunaga. nailed it, uh, right? Like, I had never really heard of him before this movie. Hmm. And because, let's see, he, yeah, he had, he was a writer on It. Yeah. He'd done a movie called Beast of No Nation. Yeah, that was Jinger's album. I know, I've never yeah, seen it. Watch it on Netflix. If it's still on Netflix, check it out. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. It's it was a Netflix really original film. Yeah, it's really good. I'd never seen it. Never heard it's, of him. It's crazy. So, like I said, when the trailer started coming out, I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, yeah. there's nothing great about mm-hmm. this one. Fuck, was I so wrong? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yet no. again, it comes down to marketing. Right? right. I agree with that. Marketers are not well, what they used to be. Here's the thing. <laughs> you had it, you know, okay, we we can market it. It's a James Bond movie. People are going to want to go see it. Right. When it's on time. Right. Then as it started getting delayed. Yeah, it's a good thing like that going, they... Oh, we got to ramp this shit yeah. up. Keep interest in this damn <laughs> well, that's thing. that's what they did with Black Widow, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? We got to keep interest in this but movie. Even if it had came out right when those first trailers were coming out, mm-hmm. I I still wouldn't have been interested until I actually watched it. Mm. So I just think it was bad marketing at the time, and yeah. which is, like I said, a common theme of what we're dealing with nowadays. Yeah. Except for some key yeah, things. Yeah, we've seen it, yeah. Like, with what we just saw with the DC fandom, that new mm-hmm. Batman trailer, is like, everything they're doing. Amazing. Yeah, fucking insane. Like, that's going to be the most Holy savage Batman. Holy cow. That is just, I, you know, 
back when we saw it, when we heard Pattinson, we did a review. Yeah. Was I think it was on Super Bowl? Uh, was it Super Bowl Sunday? I think so. You're probably we right. We did a review on uh, some some other things. Oh, we, we were, were doing. Watching... A, we were waiting for the trailer yes. for Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. and we exactly. talked about it. Yeah, yeah. So we were looking at that, watching watching for that. And we talked about this, and we we're like, you know. Pattinson, can he carry this movie? Yep. Can he do this? Can he, you know, we've seen it. We had started seeing him in serious, more serious roles, yep. things like that. So to watch that trailer, I, I, I will take credit where crazy. I, I, I did say flat out that Pattinson oh, was yeah. going to kill it as yeah. Batman. Yeah. And did. everything we're seeing in this, it, it's Matt Reeves is a fucking mad dude. genius. And that's a dude that oh. I would like to see take on a Bond film. Cause I love the way he, he does yeah. his structures of his great. films. He'd do great. Like how often do you, now we're switching subjects to Batman for a second because yes. for me, Batman and Bond kind of go hand in hand to a certain degree, right? I, I They're both very iconic. They've been through multiple iterations. Well, because <laughs> that's kind of how people describe, uh, I think, Spectre. Right. Was It was like a Batman James Bond yeah. movie. <laughs> it was kinda yeah, it yeah. was craziness. Uh, how often do you see Batman doused in light and sunshine? Yeah. The fact that Matt Reeves is doing that in this movie and like showing the nitty, truly nitty gritty of Batman and like showing the savagery and like just the fucking mental breakdown that is Batman. I'm like, okay, I'm totally like I was already on board the day they announced Matt Reeves was directing. Mm -hmm. I was on board the day they announced cast members, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, fucking Jeffrey Wright. And uh, Andy Circus, oh like gosh, everything, yes. Paul Dano, mm-hmm. Colin Farrell. I'm like, man, this is shaping up. And then that yeah. first trailer, I'm like, okay, like, fuck yeah, this is going to be brutal. And then this new thing, I'm like, god damn, like, there's no way this movie's going to live up to this hype. Like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a way. Yeah, yeah it is. And then the fact that you can is. reinvent Batman. To the degree that he's yeah. bringing it in is I mean, seriously, impressive. Here's, here's a character. He has what? Uh, as far as modern era, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies already. Well, he has seven mainline movies. The the original four with Keaton, Kilmer, and Clooney. Uh-huh. He has the trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy with Bale. Uh-huh. And then... Be- Affleck never had a solo outing, but they had the right. Batman v Superman exactly. movie, and then he was in Justice League and stuff right. like that. So Batman's been pretty prominent, and now this new one, right? They- there's been more actors for Batman than there has from been for Bond. Yes, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they can continue to revolutionize these characters and make them it just shows that these characters are eternal. Yeah. They're never going away. Oh, no. And it shows why Batman is the number one superhero. Yeah, he is. Compared to even Superman. Well, it's cuz he's so uh like we were talking about earlier, he's so everybody can connect with Batman. Right? I he's relatable so. to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. He's yes. broken, he's beaten by the world, mm-hmm. but he said fuck the world. You're I'm taking this to the people that fucked yeah. me up. Yeah. I even told my wife when we were watching the trailer, I was like I have never seen a Batman be that savage in, in a movie. No like Bale was methodical, but I like yeah. the judo movements that he did, his hands always up. I'm right. like, this looks a little dopey. Yeah. It was a ba- little... Ben Affleck was mean as Batman. Yeah. But you only got to see one truly vicious thing with him. Right. Yeah. You didn't see and like you said, there's not enough of him right. that says, Okay, this is what we're looking at as yeah. Batman and we're 
love it. Yes. This Pattinson Batman is going to take the cake for Batman savagery. Mm -hmm. Like the way he just puts the beat. Like there's that first trailer. Beats that dude's face in. Yeah. And says, I'm vengeance. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you fucking are. And then this new one, he's beating the shit out of a dude. And you just see Catwoman staring at him while he's beating this guy down. It's like, oh, fuck. Like he's crazy. issues, man. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, going back to Bond. With this one, you know, it got to a point where it was emotional, but not sappy. No. You know what I mean? No, and no, they no. they did that yeah. very well. Yeah. I think, you know. It struck chords perfectly. Even, even he's serving breakfast to his, you know. Daughter. Daughter. Yeah. You know, and he's like, you know, hey, how is it? And she's like, meh. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. But, you know, you see those elements of Bond that you've never seen in his life. Right. You know. You see the like, humanized version of Bond. Exactly. Right? The, the I, nine to five married man you know, kind of Bond. Uh, he gets a, Daniel Craig gets a writing credit on this. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. Because he's he did write some of this movie. And right. He, and he, he was very adamant in how he was going to go out. He had a huge hand yeah. in this one. And it, it shows. Like, mm-hmm. he genuinely loves and cares about this character. He did. And yeah. it showed through his performance through all the years. And people Bond. got the wrong impression when he said he hated plain bond yeah he hated it because all the physicality these had to go through well and he hated the pressure at first too yeah because it showed in casino royale he had a fun fucking time and you could it it showed in that movie yeah and then quantum the pressure got to him a little bit right and it's he said that in his interviews Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so i mean you know it's you know i understand a as an actor going on you know moving on well you know it's hard to take on a mantle of a character like Batman or Superman or Bond, oh, the upper yeah. echelon of these characters right. that so many have done before you, and you're going to be compared to them. Right. Like you, ha- you, it's hard to hold a can. I mean, here's the deal: whoever comes in after Craig mm-hmm. is going to have some really big fucking shoes to fill. Ooh, yeah. Like good Ooh, luck, yeah. and good, I think that's yeah. why they're going to go with that. that mentality of what my theory was, mm-hmm. because. They know that nobody's gonna hold a candle to Craig for no, a while for at a least. While. I mean, yeah. they'd have pretty damn special. Yeah, if they if they can. Well, I mean, that's uh, why I'm hoping, and they've already said they wouldn't do this probably. But I'm really hoping like Elba would get a shot at Bond, but he's getting up there in age. Like they've waited too long. I think so too. I to think, go that route. I think you know, uh, his he has the same. I think a, a quality like Daniel Craig where. He can be that jovial guy, right? But be that you know, just damn uh, spot on killer right. too, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're right. He, you know, he's 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 not a spring well, chicken anymore. I, no, he's not. And I would love to see a black Bond at this point. I think it would be really cool. Like for an, a younger actor that I think would maybe fill in the show's good. I mean, he'd have to really strut some shit. Would be John Boyega. Ooh. He would have to strut, but I think he could see, pull up because he's an amazing I actor. I, I think he's a, an amazing actor, but I don't see him. I wouldn't take him as a Bond. I mean, I wouldn't take him as seriously. No, I wouldn't and, either. But he, he, like I said, he could pull it off acting wise. Mm-hmm. He could get. That's the beauty of an actor. You be. You don't have to show swag in yeah, real life. I agree. The the good thing that Craig has going for him. Right, that mm-hmm. he fucking nails, and it's just genetic for him. Is those killer eyes of his? Yeah. Like those are the eye, eyes Piercing. of an ice cold stone Piercing. killer. Yeah, exactly. Like that blue just cuts to your soul. Yeah, right. 
none of the other at Bond actors had those eyes. Right. But they just but carried they, themselves with that swagger right, and that right. it was a lot of the attitude. I, can, I, I think can Be- Boyega could, could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Not so sure. I don't know. I mean, we could see. I mean, we'll see, yeah, obviously. Yeah. We'll see but who's I think it, if they do go the route of the theory that I'm thinking of, you could change Bond at that point into whoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as long the core thing about that character is the attitude. Right. You got to keep the attitude. I don't give a shit what color he is, what who plays him. You got to have the fucking attitude. Authority. Yeah. You've got to hate authority. Yep. <laughs> okay. Within a certain way, yeah, I'll, I'll stick to it until I feel like this is not the right way to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, awesome. I, but like I said, Elba would have been perfect. Yeah, I think it, I think you would have been very good. Yeah, Elba, yeah. Idris Elba would have yeah. nailed it. But yeah, man, uh, this movie uh, kept my interest. Oh yeah. It, it it you know kept me going. It didn't didn't feel like you know there's usually a, in these movies a lull that are that long. A lull that says, "Okay, well, they're long. Yeah, it's it's feeling like it's getting to this point, right? Of okay, let's move this along." No, I didn't feel like that. I felt it was a good, you know, the middle of the movie was great character development and great. It you know, slowed down for a purposeful slowdown. Yes, exactly. It wasn't just a slowdown to like get you ready for the final climactic shit. Right. It did like kind of what Skyfall did. Right. Yeah, it yeah. slowed down just enough to give you. The character developments mm-hmm. fill you in on the gaps, yep. get your intrigue up, and then just punched it home yeah. hard. Yep. And like I said, it's it's up there with Skyfall now mm-hmm. because of the way it, the the family dynamic of Bond, the yeah. Bond's human nature, like just seeing Bond grow as that human and yeah. show that he is capable of being more than just a killer. Right. But still a fucking savage when he needs to be. Yeah. Like when he killed the guy that killed Felix. Oh, yeah. I was ready to do a fucking fist pump in the air. Like, that's what you get, you little bitch. Like, game on. (laughs) Car crushes him. You know that was just like a moment. I'm just like, yeah, I'm a badass. Yep. (laughs) Crunch, crunch. (laughs) Dude, the fact that he... I'm telling you, like, there's a point in these movies where it's just like... Especially with Craig's Bond, right? Even Batman. It's like, why do you fuckers even try? Yeah, I mean, you know he's gonna fuck up your day. You up. Yeah, the only reason he ate it in this movie because he made himself so ate it. it. Exactly, yeah. he's like, okay, I can't, I can't go on living if I can't be with the people that I love. Right, I can't be so, with the woman I love and my child. I, and you know that's not gonna be good for them, me, or anybody else. So I gotta go. Right. I mean, now you know there's a little bit of what I was saying to myself in the movie is like, okay, give Q a chance. Right, <laughs> give Q a chance. See what's going on. See if he can reverse it. See if something. I think I, it would have been a while before Q could have yeah, pulled that off. And Bond would have had to live with the fact that his daughter's growing up without, without him. him. Yeah. And he was already fucked up. I mean, yeah. he got shot in the leg. Oh, yeah. He was struggling to get going. I mean, he's he's up there. And Bond has battle okay. scars. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, they yeah. really showed that off in Skyfall. Yeah, like exactly. he was addicted to painkillers yeah. and drinking and stuff yeah. like that. And that's carried over. I mean, that kind of pain just doesn't oh, yeah. go away. No. And that's why I said I love the through line on these movies. Because yeah. he carries his scars all, all the way through. through. All the way through. Man, how'd he grow his nuts back? <laughs> <laughs> how he had a kid <laughs> after getting his right balls busted. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that line, that too. Was, <laughs> he's he's like, going to know little... you died scratching my right, balls. balls. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, man. 
I'm a little itch. Yeah. <laughs> no, to, to, to the, the left. To the, the left. left. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> that, no. That's like no, one of those it. scenes that's just so fucking hard to watch, right? It just makes that's, you squirm. Oh. I, that's one of those things in a movie that I say, man, don't, don't ever give people that idea. No, bad don't idea. Don't ever give yeah. people that idea. Yeah, that's, that's on up, you at that, that point. fucked up idea. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a fucking big ass rope oh, to the nuts. Oh, oh God, that was <laughs> high. That was probably one of the most hardcore bomb torture scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was by far. I mean, <laughs> you're thinking, oh, it's a laser beam. No, it's a no, fucking, fucking rope to rope the nuts, to the nuts, dude. <laughs> big knot at the end of it. Oh just... God, probably all oh, fucking soaked in water every... too. Oh, so man, it's just ouch. That was horrible. Yeah, that, that. Luckily, he never got tortured quite that way again. But yeah, he takes wee. beatings every now and then. Yeah, th- th- that's the only thing in this one that I was like, okay, his brain is mush right, right now. He got exploded. Yeah, they blew up Vesper's ninety times. Tomb. Yeah, in this movie, that one, the grenades, all yeah. the things that he was. Every time he was here. I did like though. That was <laughs> that was probably one of the coolest scenes in this movie. The way they did it structurally. Was when they blew up Vesper's tomb. Oh, yeah. And it blew him back, and the sound just kind of cut out and yeah. slowly so started coming back. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn, that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's wow. impressive that they actually did it that way. It's like, it was just, How are you running after that? I don't know, because he got I mean, fucking I know rocketed, too. I, I know you're trained for certain things, but dude. You can't come back from a percussion like that. that a foot away. Yeah, that, that blows out your internal organs <laughs> yeah, and causes exactly. bleeding internally yeah. and shit like that. You're like fucked up. And not to mention the strap, the shrapnel. Yeah. It's more so the explosion that kills people. It's the force of the explosion yeah. that kills the them because it causes shock in their body. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. Nah, fuck no that. The nut scene buddy. is still by far the worst. Oh, I agree. I agree, man. <laughs> so, you funny. know what's crazy? And I'm sure you know this. Uh, Martin Campbell, the guy that directed Casino Royale, mm-hmm. also directed Goldeneye. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. I remember. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. That's, That's crazy, crazy when stuff. Bond uh, directors come back from like other generation of Bond yeah. to the newer, like the this newer, generation. Yeah. I'm telling you, Sam Mendes is. Sam Mendes and Fukunaga are like by far yeah. fucking yeah. bees knees of Bond's directors now. Gotta say it. Gotta yeah. Say. Badassery right there, and there's just there's so many cool action scenes in this movie mm-hmm. that it's not even like fun to talk about because there's just so uh, much from beginning from the beginning to end. You know what I also love too, which like I didn't dawn on me until I went back and watched them all again, and then mm-hmm. having seen this movie, the car that he had the entire movie he won in that poker game. Yeah, in the first in the first one. Yep, I didn't realize it was the same car. All the way through. And then it got blown up in Skyfall. They rebuilt the Inspector. Yeah. And then it had all the gadgets in it for uh-huh. No Time to Die. I'm like, damn, they really were thinking this yes. shit through through this yes. line. Like, And then the the thing that got me was when he went and got the uh, the other DB, uh, Aston Martin. I think it was a, I think it was a DB, old DB7. Right. The, the real sporty one. I yeah. was like, oh, that car is now, awesome looking. my my brother went and saw this with me, right? He's he's a big car guy. He yeah. loves cars and stuff. You know that. Um, he was so bummed out that Bond didn't get the chance to drive that, like, oh, the, new the, one? The, the new one in yeah. the background. Uh-huh. He's like, that's bullshit. I'm like, yeah, they kind of cock-teased you on that one. They're like, hey, look at this badass it's car. Badass You're car not going to see it drive, though. Ooh, 
Wait. Though that gravity plane was pretty yeah. fucking dope. Oh, yeah. That was cool as shit. Gravity plane submarine? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take one. And it wasn't like <laughs> cheesy either. Like no. that was that was believable. That bitch folded up and just glided yep. right into Oh, that's nice, so man. cool. I love that. And the way it was propelled, yeah. I could I could buy I could buy all of that. Right. That, that, I believed all of that. See, I like the fact that the Bond villains, too, are still, like, over the top to a certain extent. Like, they own their own fucking islands and stuff. Yeah. Like, Silva in Harvey Arbidem Silva uh-huh. in the, yeah. the Skyfall, he tricked everybody to think the island had gone, like, had, like, a nuclear leak. Right. So he got the island, island. to himself. Yep. Really fucking cool. hmm Siphon in this one got the island because his family had owned it. Right. And he turned it into this fucking base and that chemical pool thing that they had going on when they kicked the people into it and stuff. Acid. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Whatever God, that was damn yeah. dude. Like he, she kicked that one doctor in it. That's another thing we haven't talked about was Nomi. Uh, what was her Nomi? Right. That was the character's yeah. name. Yeah. She was like replaced bond as 007. Yeah. She did a really good job too. Oh, she, Lashana Lynch was Perfect for that role. Yeah, she perfect. Did awesome. When she got into that bedroom and she took off that yeah, hair wig, and he goes, "Well, that's surprising. That was the first thing I thought would come off." <laughs> I was like, "Yes," but no, she was really good. I think uh, they could have played up a little bit more right. of the the banter, and but I liked I liked the teamwork. I like well, it coming back I, to the I respect. like the. Um, the rivalry she kind of built oh, yeah. towards Bond, and oh, yeah. Bond was just playing it off and yeah. being his normal badass self. Uh-huh. Like, I just don't give a shit. I don't yeah. have to compete with you. I'm exactly. a beast within myself. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they definitely paired those two well. Yeah. I mean, they did everything right yeah. in this movie. Everything yeah. was right. Like, yeah. I can't really think of a thing. Like, besides, obviously, the really close-up explosions, like, you just got to give some disbelief, right? Yeah. You got to have that. They could not have played this one better than they did. No, I, and I don't either. this was literally the perfect send-off for Craig. Yeah. Like, I could not have th- thought of a better send-off. And it, yep. it makes me sad that you're probably never going to see Craig as Bond again. Yeah. I mean, it, we're not. I mean, we can't. Well, he we said can't. something the other day in an interview. And I'm I, you may have read it. Uh, he said as long as he's involved in the Bond franchise, there's no more Bond girls. Right, like the idea of the Bond girl. Right. It's like, but yeah. you're not longer involved in the franchise. Your character, you died. Like yeah, you you're died. done. You're done. So why would he say as long as he's involved in the franchise when this was his last one? Yeah, exactly. So there, there's, there's got to be some carryover Something's that's happening some that we're not happening. knowing about yet. Some kind of either he's going to be writing or something, consulting or something. Yeah. Something producer credits. Something I don't know, but yeah, that that's a, it's, that's pretty interesting, right? Yeah, there's a lot going on with this yeah. franchise. I'm really curious to see what the next steps are for it. Yeah, me too. Because I mean, you know, if you you carried a movie, and I think you know, maybe to his point in that interview, you carried a movie without you know, like you said, the gratuitous sexist attitude towards Bond yeah. Girls and well, Kim that's kind of something that has to have change with yeah. time, right? Because oh, you yeah. go back and watch the Connery Dude. ones, <laughs> and he's pretty much this close to like being fucking rape at you watch all of them leading up to uh da- basically daniel craig's yeah. run i mean you know he he was still in casino royale he was still he was know, a bit of a fun. player yeah. he was a player yeah in that so i mean maybe it changed over time yeah yeah but that but was the thing that the the, the 
the trajectory went right like yeah. in the original ones with connery he was slapping some bitches yes right oh, yeah. and then he was just he was getting them. and there weren't much of choice there like they were gonna have sex with bond in those movies after he slapped them around <laughs> i'm just it like was... i watched them all about five six years ago yeah and i was just like holy fuck they got away with this and then it dawned on me at the times right yeah and then as time went on he it still kind of happened but it turned more into he's just a player Oh yeah, then yeah. a womanizer, and yeah, then it, I mean, kind of got even with Roger Moore. You know, he was rough. Yeah, roughhousing him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I'll I'll just never forget the first time I saw fucking Connery just fucking cold cock one of the ladies, and I was like, God damn, man, what the hell? I need an answer. Like, yeah. oh no, you need to chill out, dude. <laughs> like, fucking breathe. <laughs> oh man, crazy. But yeah, man, uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this one. No, it was, was great. Like, I was like, okay. This is, and I thought, you know, with the opening, the opening weekend, I thought it would do much better. It did well. It did. it did about 60? Uh, you know, I haven't paid attention to the numbers right. lately. Because, I mean, I, like, the only movie I paid attention to the numbers to, to right. be honest with you, is Halloween Kills. Okay. And the only reason I'm paying attention to those numbers is because they did dual no, release. Release, yeah. They did it on the Peacock app yeah. and theatrical, and it's, exactly. it's making a killing. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh-huh. It's making a killing in theaters. Okay. Right? Cool. So that I was paying hardcore attention to that one because I like that franchise and I want to see where that franchise go. I gotcha. No matter what, they're coming back with a Bond movie. Yeah. Bond is a bankable character, just like Batman. Yeah. And Bond, it, it, it's doing well in Rotten Tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's, it's doing well overseas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the only problem is, is I did read this, though, that it underperformed a bit because in the Chinese market, mm-hmm. they released their own movie which was the number one movie in the worldwide because the Chinese market is so big yeah. and outshone bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's doing well everywhere else overseas right. and in the U S it's doing well, but you're coming into the, the big months of the year for movies. Right. Right. So you're, you had a stiff competition coming up. Yeah. It, it, you got the end of October, which is so many movies coming out. That's not even funny. There's a little bit of a lull in November, but then you go right into the heavy hitters right in December. Heavy hitters. I mean, you're yep. getting Matrix and a plethora of uh, Eternals well, and a plethora of others. So, and you've got you know a lot of things coming to streaming uh, during that November right. time too. I mean, mm-hmm. Hawkeye's coming out Thanksgiving, something like that. So, oh yeah, no, yeah, you can't. Gonna That's gonna be great. Things. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, honestly, I think movies as far as movie going, because I mean, even uh, you know, I watched today. Went and saw uh, The Last Duel. Yeah. And we'll be reviewing that in a little bit here. But uh, theater had a lot of people in it. Mine showing didn't have them. I I went Thursday night, and it it wasn't that packed. It's probably about, uh, I mean, a lot for now. I'd say, you know, about 25 to 30 people in the theater. I would say the most packed theater I've been to recently was probably No Time to Die. And I saw that on a Saturday. Now, I went Thursday night to go see Last Duel and Halloween Kills. Okay. Halloween had more people in it, obviously, than right. Last Duel did. Right. But there was still a significant amount of people in there, but not like how it used to be. You know, like it used to be theaters were fucking packed. See, here's the thing I'm thinking. Uh, I go, I always go to matinees. Yes. I go to the early movies. Right. So I'm thinking that a lot of people are catching some of these movies earlier in the day and not going as a night Yeah, not making an event like they used to. And I think that's also because a lot of people aren't working right now because of the great resignation that's going on. A lot of people are leaving their jobs to try to find something better or be more appreciated, which I totally understand. Right. Um, 
and I think they have more time on their hands to go out and see movies. So I think True it's that. more spread out. Like True. the theaters are constant. Like there's a constant stream of people going in, I think. Right. But there's no peak like how it used to be. I agree. There you go. Because I, I remember right. when I used to have days off, I'd go to matinees too. Oh, same thing. Yeah. And they were, it was fucking empty. Like, yeah, like oh, that was the best time it. to go see movies. But, but and they stopped doing that 8.30 showing. God, dude, those <laughs> are so great. That, oh, those are so like, great. Yes. There's nobody's here. here. The theater all to myself, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Y'all mind if I talk? I was no? social distancing okay. before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, did I tell you they brought back uh, Flick's Brew House? Oh, really? Yeah. I took my brothers to go cool. see Venom Let There Be Carnage in it. Cool. Yeah. Good deal. Forgot to tell you about that. Oh, it'll be nice, man. Yeah. Nice we got to go do, hit one of those up soon. Because yeah, we'll we got that. we got Dune coming yeah. up this week. Are we watching? Yeah, we're on HBO. Well, Dune's coming out a day early on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Regardless if it is or isn't, I'm still watching that one in theaters. Yeah. That's that's one, and then there's also the French Dispatch, which is a Wes Anderson movie. The French Dispatch. You saw the Grand Budapest Hotel, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the guy that did that. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So this is a this is a must for me because I love his movies. Cool, cool. They're funny. Cool. All right. So I know we're doing Dune this week. Where we... Yeah, I think French French Dispatch is also on the agenda. I think there's a couple movies come out this week. We have to look okay. at, we'll but we that. still got. That's kind of like we like talked about in the last episode we did the lull yeah, so we get that. that time but right we, we usually try to plan these out ahead yeah exactly. give ourselves more of a little bit of a wiggle room yeah yeah i agree well i'm hesitant to ask because i feel like some smart ass comments about to come out with a seven involved what would you rate this movie <laughs> i'm not doing that no, I, that's good thought though I, that's a good idea um i didn't I, say I, from you i was thinking more of me but whatever uh, honestly honestly I, now that you mention it I would give it. A, I'm giving it an eight eight point eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna one up you. I'm giving it a nine because okay. I just. I think it was great too. Any movie awesome. that can hit me in the feels like that. Yeah. Right. Like we've talked about this before. Any movie that can make me cry, show me emotion like that, that makes me put myself in that situation. Okay. Automatic win for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I just rewatched Inner Cellar for the first time oh, yeah. in what was a couple of years. Mm-hmm. It hits so much different now than it did when I was when it first came out. Yeah. And that's like you, you know, people always tell you what it's like. You having a kid changes your world. Oh, certainly. You don't realize how much it changes your world until you have a kid and you start watching movies like this and you, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I could never do that. If you now. couldn't get back to your. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like the sacrifices so that these guys make in these movies for their mm-hmm. family and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. God, could you do that? Like, it, it changes a whole lot of dynamics and it really makes you think. So it, it it's amazing how much having a kid can actually truly change your world. Like, you just you don't think about it. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. OK, whatever. Yeah, obviously, it's going to change your world. You have to take care of a fucking human being now. Yep. But that's not what people mean. And I think no. that's grossly understated. Yeah, exactly. So. Your, your your value system really changes. Well, I, I think that's if you don't recognize that, you're not like truly putting yourself in the shoes of a parent. Right. You know. Right. So, no, this movie. I'm sad to see Craig go. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, when you when I watched that movie, you know, you felt like you could have more. Right. Of it. I mean, and that's is a three hour movie. You it was long. Yeah. Saying, Hey, I could have had more of that. Yep. Um, you know, it definitely speaks to the, the writing, the acting, uh, you know, just the storyline itself. And I think Daniel Craig, 
like I said, if it weren't that Sean Connery is just that icon to me, you know, the first Bond I was yeah. and really introduced to. I think that's why he that, holds that yeah. is because he was the first. He's mm-hmm. the standard that everybody else has held to. Right. But now with Craig, he's done such a great he's job. The, he's the standard now. Yeah. He is Bond. In my opinion, at least. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree with it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't disagree. I mean, it's not something like, oh my gosh, are you crazy? That's just no. It's because you know Sean Connery, to my book, just beats him out because right. he's, you know, he was Bond. He's the guy they said, hey, you're going to be James Bond. Yeah, and he became that. So. Well, that's the beautiful thing about Bond is everybody has their Bond. Right. It depends on what they're introduced by, right? So, right. like my dad's Bond is more. He loves more. Right. Okay. No matter how cheesy I find those movies, more is his bond. I think that's my, my parents are the same way. Yeah. And I was introduced to Bond through Brosnan. Uh, those were the ones that were coming out when I was a kid. But I didn't get into Bond until Craig started. So Craig is my Bond, not just because that's what got me truly into Bond. Right. Because I've watched them all at that point. But he is who I view as James Bond. Like he, to me, is the epitome of James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't disagree. I have I have no argument against that. Yeah. <laughs> because he did, like I said, when I saw that guy come out of that water and I'm like, dude, you are James Bond. Yeah. And then you saw him deliver the lines. You heard yep. him deliver the lines. You saw him, the way he reacted and acted in s- situations yep. in Casino Royale. It was like. Yep, dude, this guy is not just serious. Casino Royale. All of them. Like, no, no, no. Every, I mean, yeah, what, that's the, what started. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I mean, agree. And it was like, whoa. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, yeah. He. He fucking killed. And even the delivery of the lines, like shaken, oh, not stirred. Still, yeah. Bond, James Bond, like every yeah. when he said those lines, it's like, okay, that's the new standard for iconic for this character. Yes, it is. Like, it good really, luck topping it really that. Was. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And like we talked about this scene earlier in Casino Royale where he's getting tortured. He was so great in that scene. Yeah. That it was like, motherfucker. Dude, I bet crazy as fuck, dude. I, I bet everybody was like feeling uncomfortable too. Like oh, I wonder how man. many takes it took for Mad Milkelson to keep like a face while doing that like really oh or if that was genuine shock. Like I would love really? to know if that was <laughs> scripted or Craig just like came up with that on the fly and was like, let's man. try this. Yeah. I mean Golly, that that's one of my favorite Bond villains too. Mickelson, yes, dude, oh you can't God. hop Mickelson though. He's Lashif? he's great in everything yeah. he does. Mickelson is like epitome of a bad guy, yes. but he also plays a really good normal guy good too. Normal guy, yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched the show Hannibal? Yes, fucking yes. loved yeah. him in Hannibal, yeah. and that's a creepy ass show. Mm-hmm. And but you you're like you're like damn Hannibal's pretty fucking cool, cool. at times yeah like it makes you want to cook and stuff like that and then you yeah. realize what he's cooking like, with uh, like, mm, maybe not yeah people hey that no. that's when I feel like a fucking peasant though when I watch yeah. that that, that show yeah. and I'm like now that's that's a that's a scans him eating people that's a gentleman right there he knows yes. how to act and it's like oh, yeah, I feel like did. a peasant yeah I mean even you know going back to oh, we'll get it off topic but going back to Hannibal Lecter. Andy Hopkins did the same thing in his portrayals. Right. It was just like, oh, dude. You're, you know that? Cool. I just finally watched Silence of the Lamb for the first time like a year ago. Oh, really? Yeah, that was really good. Man, yeah. Yeah. Good movies. Yes. Silence of the Lamb fucked me up a little bit. That Even is. watching uh, Hannibal. Yeah. You know, 
That so that's that was my introduction introduction yeah. to Hannibal Lecter was through the show Hannibal. Okay, yeah. and like it's hard to compete with Anthony Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. but God damn does Mad Mickelson pull it off? Holy shit! Yeah, very good actor. And he's very amazing, good. and the, he's stepping into the role of Grindelwald in the next Fantastic Beast movie because oh, they replaced really? Johnny Depp. Yeah, because of all the things that were going. Which is yeah, which is crap. Not going to unpack that. Which, which it, it's I crappy. Th- I thought it was shitty. It was yeah, shitty absolutely. If you get proven that you didn't do this stuff and she was being crazy. And guess what? There's a lot you to gotta, unpack with that that I feel yeah. like would be a huge conversation with. I, here's a, I think but they I were agree. Very toxic together, and I think that was a yeah. Bad deal, but they I did really got, shitty things to each yeah, other, but exactly. it was not just one sided like right. they want to portray exactly. it exactly. Um, but, okay. but the fact that Amber Heard gets to continue on while Depp is having to deal with all that sands all that. Not getting into it. Uh, the to replace Depp is a hard thing to do, oh, hell but yeah. you could not have chosen he better than Mickelson. He will definitely be yeah. able to do it. Mickelson's oh going to kill gosh. it. Yeah. yeah. His delivery, his line delivery in anything is just top notch. Dude, how crazy was it in Doctor Strange? This shit that he was spouting off and he delivered it with such fucking sinister vigor. Yes. It's like, all right, yes, I believe this. Man. Like, yes. You, it takes a good fucking actor to sell shit uh-huh. like that. Yeah. It's like Robert Redford in the fucking Winter Soldier, right? <laughs> Who in the fuck would have ever thought you would hear Robert Redford whisper "Hell Hydra"? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! It's like this is Robert Redford. Yeah, this, is, this dude has done so many things. Oh, I mean, speaking of so Robert things, Redford, do you know a movie I just watched the other day for the first time? What? All the President's Men about oh, the Watergate you're scandal. Kidding. Fucking a good movie. Yeah. Like I love Redford. Like he's See, amazing. That's great. I'm glad you're getting you know into some of those movies that were really popular when right. I was kid when I was younger. Right. You know, and stuff like that. Because it, it's these are really good movies and really great performances. Mm-hmm. And you really don't know why this person is seen as they are. Right. You know, this icon status that you go, oh, these were great portrayals. I mean, go back and watch Meryl Street movies. Yep. Go, I mean, these are oh man. Yeah. Uh Three Days of the Condor was a good one too. Yeah. I yeah. I didn't realize the amount of impact that movie had on people yes. until I started reading about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Like it even it even influenced the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So excuse me. I love collections like that. Like uh-huh. anytime I see the Robert Redford collection or the Clint Eastwood collection or stuff like that, right. I'll start binge watching them because you know, I when I saw the Bond collection for the first time, the Bond fiftieth anniversary, which was a while back now, um, I bought it and I binge watched them all. Yeah. And it got me like realizing like, holy shit, there's not just the last 20 years of movies that are worth watching. Mm-hmm. There's the last 50, 60 years worth of movies that are worth oh, watching. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how old they are. Yeah. They'll still fucking they'll still hold up good. to the test of time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, going back and watching uh, old Sidney Poitier movies. Yeah. And stuff. And I'm like, wow. You know, because as a kid, you're like, oh, it's Sidney Poitier. Yeah. But you don't really... Real, I didn't really know why. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, oh, it's because he was, you know, one of the only black actors out there who was getting, you know, leading parts and things right. like that. But it's he was a great actor. Yeah. Too. So it's like, wow, okay, I see this. Uh, but yeah, man, there's so many movies out there. That's why I love just. Yeah. I, that's why I always get in trouble every time I go to a streaming app. Yeah. I'll just keep scrolling, and then I'll uh, I'll pick out a few things in my mind that as I scroll by, like, okay. Seems interesting. Yeah. Never seen it before. But there are certain things I'll just lock on to. Like when I right. see Robert Redford, I don't care how old the movie is. Uh, what's right. that one where he runs for 
president or senator or something like that. Um, the ca- not the campaign. That's with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Zach Galifianakis. On it, I watched that right, uh, and I was that movie was weird to me. Like it was good. Robert Redford killed it, but just the way the movie was structured and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, this isn't just a modern thing anymore either. This is like, this is how movie history works in general. Yeah. Like, there's some weird fucking structured films out there. I'm really but you know what movie I'm talking movie. about, right? Yes, I know. I've heard heard of it. I've it was. It. Have you, have, oh, you've seen it? Okay. I've seen of it. I don't know if I've se- watched it. I'll uh I'll look it up as we. Can. Oh, that's not how you spell Robert Redford. <laughs> Ribert Redford. Hey. Oops. <laughs> special. Oh, I also watched um. Midnight Run. Yeah. That was good. The, good now, the, I'll save this for the Halloween Kills part, but the music in that movie was fucking wonky. Yeah. Danny Elfman did some yeah. weird shit in that movie with music. Uh, oh, I also tried watching Bu- uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance, Sundance Kid. Kid. Yeah. Didn't get all the way through it. I didn't actually oh, okay. need to sit down and truly watch that movie because I know it's a classic. It is. It's a good one. All right, filmography of Robert Redford. God, he's got so many fucking credits. Uh, okay, it was after that. It was The Candidate. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was a okay. interesting flick. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I wish Robert Redford could have got a chance to take a crack at Bond. He could have probably fucking killed it, too. Possibly, man. It's, I mean, I get you gotta go with the British actor for yeah. Bond, right? Yeah. But, I mean, British actors take american roles all the time mm-hmm. so why couldn't american take a crack at a british role you know yeah huh. it's always crazy Thanks. when you hear a british act actor put on their american, american accent, accent and, and you're just, just like and town. then you hear them yeah. like later on they're like holy fuck i didn't realize they were british like god damn that's that's yeah. a very strong accent you got there yeah like daniel kaluuya kaluuya uh you know playing in get out yeah it's like okay and then you hear him talking to interviews like, what? <laughs> Back it up. Hold on up, man. Pump the brakes. This isn't right. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Okay. I mean, this movie was really good, man. <laughs> it's crazy how much stuff you can branch out and talk about when it comes oh, to yeah. Bond. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he goes over the past almost 60 years. It's a lot Dude, of time. A lot of, that's covering a lot of time. Yeah. So much. Right. It's like Rolling Stones. <laughs> I, I seriously can't wait to see what direction they go next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who they pick. Like, that's that's, that's going to be interesting to watch. People were always talking about, have been throwing Tom Hardy out there, but Tom Hardy's like, yeah. I, I don't know. At and this I don't point, I think, yeah. You got to kind of go, call me crazy, but with Bond being as big as he is, at this point, if you pick a well-known actor, you kind of may be in trouble. Trouble, yeah. Because they have to bring their own baggage with exactly. that. I think if you go with a fairly unknown, like Craig was unknown, but fairly but unknown at the same co- time, right? Really, really big. That's what launched him into the stratosphere. Right. Brosnan had a few roles. Yeah. But Bond is what, yet again, catapulted him. Right. Same thing with Dalton. Same thing with Moore. Same thing with Connery. Yeah. And fucking Lazenby was a goddamn model before... Yep. Oh. Go back to that, I think. <laughs> That's rough. I just can't do it, dude. But yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that whole dynamic and watching 
oh, this is going to who's play Bond. Oh, this is going to who play Bond. Like, no, let's just wait and see until official casting comes yeah, out. Yeah, right? It's like any time they pick a new Spider-Man, a Batman, anybody, Superman, yeah. right? Like, it's like everybody's got their fucking list. Right. And then they pick. And then it's like, okay, like either you're on board or you're like, no, you're going to fucking work. And then yeah. it usually, those are the ones that really fucking work. Knock it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Uh People were like, and a lot of people were like Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man. Oh, my favorite, Michael Keaton. Yeah, oh, like yeah. the ca- the writing campaign yeah. alone mm-hmm. that happened when they picked fucking Mr. Mom to play Batman <laughs> yeah. was like one of my favorite pieces of cinematic history. Yeah, and then he just killed in. And it's like, nah, I'm fucking Batman. Yeah, and he's Batman. He's Batman. Even to this day, he's yep. still Batman. Yeah, like you said in the Flash trailer. Yeah. Listen to him speak. It's like, oh, Keaton's back, yeah. baby. We're geeking on that one real quick. Yeah, that's a good one. Cool. All right, let's cut this before we yeah. keep dragging this along. This could go on forever. <laughs> we got two more two to go more through to go. today. <laughs> All right, buddy. Until next time. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.